0: This is Elvis Andrew of the Texas Ranger, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast.
1: Hey, this is Joe Palumbo of the Texas Rangers. You are listening to the Rangers Nation podcast and the Recliner Nerd. Welcome to Rangers Nation podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the recliner nerd
0: hello everyone and welcome to rangers nations podcast i am your host the recliner nerd and today's episode is asterisk we're going to call it asterisk because that's what the houston astros will have beside their 2017 world series asterisks and who's going to join me but sean bass we're going to get him on the phone and we're going to talk about the astros the rangers and other moves and we'll do all of that right after this Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rangers Nation's podcast special edition. We'll try this all over. I just tried, and Sean's already given me some great answers, but I didn't have the record button on, but we're going to call this one Asterix <laughs> uh, because of the Wikipedia and what they've done to the Houston Astros and the 2018 Boston Red Sox, putting an asterisk in front of their, uh, their uh, World Series. But on the phone... Uh, to join me right now is uh, Sean Bass, which uh, I appreciate Sean coming on. You know him from The Ticket. He's on with the Musers on 1310 The Ticket. You also know him from the Rangers On Deck bod- podcast. By the way, they're going to be doing one tomorrow with Ted Price, Scott Lucas, and Michael Teppett, I believe. Sean, thanks for coming on. Sorry about that. You were going pretty good there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, that was the uh, the rough draft. Now I get to like actually refine my answers and make them even better. So now it's, <laughs> it's been pretty uh, – I mean, just the last few days in Major League Baseball with Cora basically being told to go away and the Red Sox are still being investigated and we're waiting for some formal punishment on Alex Cora and the formal punishment for AJ Hinch and uh, Jeff now thought was appropriate because, you know, when you're stealing signs with video, that's not just peering into a dugout or looking at a third base coach trying to pick things up. That's, you know, that's, that, that's a concerted effort to out and out cheat <laughs> and exactly. It, Hinch could have done something. Luna could have done something. I mean, I know the players could have been disciplined. I know a lot of people are hemming and hawing because that didn't happen. I don't think Major League Baseball wanted to necessarily go up against the players' union and get real messy with it, You know, especially this close to uh, pitchers and catchers and spring training and whatnot. But I thought that I was a little surprised that Jim Crane acted so quickly as far as uh, firing Hinch and firing Luna and cleaning house the way he did. So, like I said, so close to spring training, I thought he might just ride out the, the full season without those two because of what Hinch has meant to the room and what Lunau's meant yeah. to, as far as like building a winner. But, you know, five million bucks to the fine, I mean, Crane can afford that. But the, the first and second round picks the next two years, that's huge because if you look at the way that Astros roster is constituted, oh, a lot of those guys that are key Top players picks. are high picks. So, it's gonna, it's gonna neuter them moving forward. Look, they're still gonna win ninety some games. I still think they're the favorite to win the division, no yeah. matter who's in the front office or no matter who's. Uh, well, on Crane's the gonna bench, be in there, you know? Yeah. Uh, say again.
0: I said Crane said he was gonna run the front office for now, didn't he?
1: Well, you're right, right, right. Until they actually get you know some. Actual general manager, and not the owner, but I, the the talent is so good right now. They have yeah. even losing Garrett Cole. Their, their rotation is great. I do wonder how their bullpen is going to be because they lost a few pieces in free agency. But but point is, I, I thought that Major League Baseball did the right thing. I know a lot of people want you know the the title taken away, but that that that's never going to happen. I didn't that, think that, that would even happen, happen at either. NCAA when they drop the hammer on people. So it's just. Yeah, that that that's just that's just people talking and wishing for things. But I, I will say this, and I know that the Astros are the Rangers' rival. Look, I, I think it's fun to you know laugh at at uh, all the displeasure that the Astros and their fans are dealing with. But at the same time, you don't want to dance too much because what if Texas is implicated in something that's just as bad or worse? I mean, then been what i kind of feel like that's bad karma to do that because absolutely right now the red sox who won who won a world series they're being investigated for uh, their use of video and trying to lift signs and you know who knows how many other clubs and uh, organizations were you know doing this you know willingly and, and not just just a few guys keeping it from from other guys on the team but it felt like what was happening in houston was team-wide what apparently what's going on in Boston? I'm waiting to see that report. It felt like that a lot of people were in the know, and that's why Alex Cora, who was. Told to go away yesterday by the Red Sox is probably going to get it. I would imagine two years. I mean, it happened in seventeen and eighteen. You just double yeah. up the punishment for Hinch, but there's a good chance he's blackballed for the rest of his career. He might never be in Major League Baseball again.
0: I I, I, I thought that for sure because that's the one. His name was mentioned what eleven times throughout that report. I mean, apparently yeah. he was the instigator of the whole thing. So do you? Let me ask you this: What do you think about free agency for the Astros and anyone that's considered or maybe consider coming here in the next couple of years? That's got to hurt too.
1: I'm. I mean, money is still money. Yeah, it is. If they want to pay you to play baseball, they're they're going to do that. I mean, I mean, obviously they're a little tarnished. I think that title is absolutely tarnished. People aren't just going to forget about this. This isn't going to fade off into the ether. When you think about the 2017 Astros yeah. winning Game Seven over the Dodgers, you're going to think about well, you know, maybe this is why you Darvish got rocked and he wasn't tipping pitches. Maybe they were. Maybe they absolutely knew what was coming, which totally alters. I'd say any average fan's perception, obviously at the Astros fan is going to, you know, say, Oh, well, you know, we still won that title, blah, blah, blah. the, the wow. Astros fan is going to say that, but this is going to be remembered for a long time. And I thought it, I hate to be a Dodgers fan. Oh, you know, you yeah. Lose to the Astros. And then you lose to the Red Sox the next year who are also, uh, you know, are being investigated right now. And it's not looking good for Alex Cora. It's, honestly it's just a bad look for baseball i know it's it's juicy and i think ranger fans probably take a little bit of delight in it but at the same time this is a black guy and this is not good for the sport it's a sport that you say, say what you will is losing attendance and it's losing TV ratings and yep. you want to try to, I guess, appeal to a younger crowd or keep the crowd you have, and stuff like this just turns people off. And I, I really hate the fact, as much as I don't like the fact the Astros won a World Series because they're a rival, I hate the fact that this happened and now we're having to deal with this moving forward because this is going to be the topic around their entire spring and into the regular season. And look, say, say what you will about the Astros, they're a great club. Yeah. And they're a 100 win club, and, you know, they're going to keep winning games. And this is, I think, this story is just going to linger throughout 2020.
0: Oh, you're not kidding. You talk about, like you said, about the, the Dodgers and their fans. Think of Ranger fans and all all the what ifs if, if Nelly Cruz had gotten back a little further, if someone else was in the right field, and that wasn't cheating.
1: Or if yeah, Indy Chavez was put in the game by Ron Watson. <laughs> yeah. Andy. You know, that's, you know that's, that's one of those things we'll, we'll never forget, but, you know, it's it just is what it is. But as, as a, as a Rangers fan, I, you know, I can live with that. Um, yeah. Imagine you know, if you found out the they cheated. Of my team. Well, I mean, but that, that that's the real, like, I guess moral thing here. I mean, what if what if the shoe was on the other foot what if the rangers this happened to the rangers they won a world series and then they got caught i think a lot of fans still would probably say well if this is this this is the price of poker i guess i'm okay with that and I, I guarantee you that's where a lot of astros fans are right now and i understand it because yep you, know, you cheer for laundry and you're blinded by your loyalty and you you invested your time and your dollars and you know it, it baseball is this thing that you know sort of binds people together and Families Absolutely. and relationships and friends—it's just you know—it's—it's it, it's something bigger than just saying, "Well, this is a black and white issue," and a, l- a lot of emotions really tied to it. So, but it, it, and in a weird way, I feel for the Astros fans because they have to not only compromise—I mean, they, they had to compromise their fandom when they went and got their closer Ozuna, you know? <laughs> and, oh yeah. And now they're going to have to deal with this. I just, I just sort of think it's like my friends who went to Baylor a few years ago when they were dealing with the whole you know, sexual assault scandal, Art Riles thing. And, yep. you know, it wasn't the, the the Baylor alum's fault or the fan's fault. It was wow. a few people. But it's just a matter of, you know, just, if you're an Astro fan, you just have to ride this out somehow.
0: Absolutely. And, and I, I do – you talk about feeling bad. I've thought about it too. What if it was the Rangers? You're never going to quit on your team. Yeah. You, you would never ask an Astro fan. You can't be an Astro fan anymore. You just got to sit there and actually sit through a year or two of really taking lumps from some really – well, you know it with Twitter and all of that. They're going to give them hell. I mean, they're going to they're going to. Well, go and look,
1: th- I mean, it's it's not like Ranger fans don't have to compromise certain things. I mean, the the actions of Josh Hamilton, you know, <laughs> they he had you had yep. to square that away in your head. Yep. Uh, Matt Bush, I mean, Matt Bush nearly killed a guy. Absolutely. In a, in, a, in a vicious DUI that you know put him in jail. And, I mean, thank God that guy was wearing a helmet when he got ran over. I mean, I think that, that's something that went through my head every time that he was on the mound and. Um, it, <laughs> texas you know back in the early 90s was ground zero for steroids for and steroids and that's that, that that that's part of the rangers history and i think we all had to come to terms with that just like the astros fans are going to have to come to terms with this and then the red sox fans are also going to have to uh deal with whatever fallout that uh hits them and i guess my big question as far as moving forward over the next handful of news cycles you know the the big nine-page report put out by manfred said that um, you know, Alex Corr was the, you know, he's the one engineering this whole thing along with Carlos Beltran. Well, Carlos oh, Beltran, yeah. he, you know, he, at the time he was a player. So maybe that's why he didn't get nailed on this because again, you probably don't want to get messy with the players union, but he's not a uh, manager of the Mets. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, sure I, I was what the wondering going to do because I mean, you're, you're so close to spring training as long, I, I guess as long as baseball doesn't slap you on the wrist or turn their eye towards you, then, yeah, that's
0: going to be because he's going to be answering those questions a lot. I
1: guess the Mets should do at this point until until they're prompted to. Yeah,
0: that's what that's what I believe. Hey, listen, I I know you're going to go here in a little bit. I wanted to ask you about the Rangers' offseason so far. What you thought about it? Um, obviously, it's improved. What are your thoughts? Uh, are you a Castellano guy? Are you an Osuna guy going forward? Someone they ought to try yeah. for. What do you think?
1: You know, I think Castellanos is overall, I guess, a better hitter, even though he's got his warts, especially defensively. Um, Ozuno, I think, would help in the middle of the lineup. But you just traded Nomar Mazzara to treat, streamline your outfield, right? Right. I mean, you, you now have Joey Gallo as your right fielder. You now have Willie Calhoun as your left fielder. You have Santana, and whatever they're going to do in center field is is the situation after uh, packaging Delano in, in a trade. So... I just think bringing on an Ozuna would just confuse all that again. And I I personally, I don't know if I want that because I want, that's the one thing that's really irked me the last couple of years is the Rangers outfield situation has been such a mess. I mean, Chu can still play some out there, but he's mostly a DH and he's going to be gone after this year. So I don't know if I want to sign up for really either of those guys who aren't very good defenders, which that's, uh, (laughs) that's one thing I I just want. I mean, if if the staff right now looks terrific, I mean, by trading for Kluber and, you, know, you, you, you add your back half of the rotation like they have behind minor and, and, you know, the, the starting rotation could arguably be one of the best in the division right now after uh, Gary In the American Cole, League. Uh, I mean, it'd be the League. League. I think mean, yeah, it would be
0: top five in the American League. But,
1: I mean, point. with the bullpen, you don't know. I mean, it's year to year, but I mean, adding Todd Frazier at third base isn't going to blow anybody's hair back, but the fact that he's only $5 bucks for a guy that's going to have an ops around 800 and play both corners, I think that's fine. I mean, is it would I've been happy with giving Josh Donaldson four years for the money that he got for the Twins, probably because I think Josh Donaldson is a, a six-war player like he was last year when he's healthy. So I think I would have been fine for that for you know the dura- almost the duration of that contract. But you know I, I hate that they missed out on Rendon, but Rendon got crazy money to go be an Angel, so good for him, I guess. And you know I think we're just going to have to just have another stopgap or band-aid at third base while other guys in the organization develop. But it's not to say they didn't improve. That's the thing. I think Todd Frazier is an improvement at third base. I Absolutely. I think bringing in a right-handed bat in chirinos that's an improvement at catcher. You've improved your rotation. So, you know, you got rid of Mazzara, who's a negative defender in the outfield. So I think in certain areas of need, they've actually gotten better, even though they haven't made – a massive splash outside of Corey Kluver.
0: Yeah. And Ranger fans need to just tap the brakes a little bit. They're getting a little worked up over things they don't need to. This team has improved. I mean, they're immensely better than they were last year. Uh, and the, the 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 bullpen is a big question. We don't, you know, Klaus was a, a tough arm to lose, but Corey Kluver in exchange, that's fine. I mean, you have no problem oh, with yeah. that. I mean, I, I don't have any issue with that either. So were you out there today when they introduced him? Did you go to the press conference?
1: No, I wasn't. I had some uh, obligations to take care of at home, but uh, I plan on listening to that later on. They always post the audio on the uh, the club site, and I'm going to try to go listen to that later and hear what J.D. and Woody and the new guys had to say. But, you know, it's um, I think I understand, though, like you tell the fans to pump some brakes, and not everybody's totally engaged. And when you had John Daniels, he's the only real, like, vocal figurehead with the media. I mean, right. Bob and Ray, the owners, they don't get out and say anything. So when J.D. said, yes, we're going to spend some money, um this you know this winter and then you don't get the big splashy massive contracts that everybody thought were going to be doled out to guys like Rendon and whatnot then I think there's a, a level of frustration there yeah. but again they've impl- they've improved their club they won 78 games last year I really like this manager I think if Joey Gallo's healthy I think people are forgetting that he was having and he was an all-star last year and was having a a terrific year that was cut short by injury and that yep. injury I don't think's going to pop up again and You know, you got the anticipation of the new park. I'm curious to see how it plays. I'm curious to see how the field is. So there's a lot to be really excited about. Just because you didn't, you know, spend $200 million on a guy, that doesn't mean it's been a bad offseason. I would argue that it's been very positive in a number of areas. And and they're not done. That's that's the thing. They could very well make another move. I don't know if they're going to trade for Arenado. I think yeah. that's always been a little pie in the sky. But
0: I've said hey. that, too. I didn't think that would happen. There's so many obstacles to get that thing done. And really, let's be honest, the Rangers, the the biggest attraction for the Rangers isn't the prospects. It's the fact they could take on most of the money, if not all of it. That's their biggest yeah, attraction. Yeah, they could
1: take on all the money. But, I mean, do you want to get rid of rock and, break and- you know, uh, exactly <laughs> all the all the pitching arms that they have is, is depth. I mean, the Nashville rotation this year is going to be tremendous. Oh,
0: that's the uh, thing. For
1: AAA. So I, I think that's, and you, you never just go with five. You're always going to need about eight to ten. So I don't want to, personally, I don't really want to trade from that depth. Now, if I had to get rid of some of those guys so here, I'm not sure I'd do it. But I just, until both sides can, you know, agree on something. And I think the report came out yesterday that the Cardinals are exchanging names with the Rockies. So, Okay, you know. <laughs> I still don't Whatever, think it'll happen.
0: I don't think is going anywhere. I, I, I
1: don't either. I mean, that <laughs> that could be one of those things that lingers into the season. Like, if the Rockies are not competitive, then maybe they could hold the team over the barrel in July. Or Absolutely. The
0: next and the Rangers could, too, that's could make you, yeah, a move he's, then. He's, yeah. he's still going to be really
1: good. Oh, yeah. You no, know? and, and, and I, Nolan not going to drop off anywhere.
0: No, he's not. And that that's the thing. The, the Rangers, if they don't make any more big splashes and they've improved, they've got the trade deadline if they're actually in this thing and they're competitive and, they've, you know, th- there's other times they can make a move while these kids develop down there. Sean, listen, I-, I appreciate you coming on. A couple people had some questions. You've addressed them all. There is one that I am going to ask you because this one guy asked, <laughs> his name was Helm. Uh, and he asked, what's the t- give, What's the origin of Ah uh, uh, Skeet Skeet?
1: Uh, Well, I grew up in Mesquite, Texas.
0: I knew that. You told me that. I figured it
1: was from the Skeeters. And our high school mascot was the Skeeters, and I think there was maybe a rap song with Little John or somebody that was saying, oh, Skeet, Skeet at one point. So I always thought, hey, well, you know, I'm a Skeeter, so I think I said that one day on the air, and it turned into a drop, and most likely... Most random things that happen at our station sort of follow you around for years and years after. And that's just another example.
0: Well, it's funny. I had about four or five questions, but honestly we we, we kind of addressed every one of them going into there. So I appreciate okay. the people putting them in. I do like this. Well,
1: I'm glad we fixed all the I'm glad we fixed everybody's problems and put everybody at ease <laughs> until until the next thing that comes up to freaks everybody out.
0: Hey, plug plug the pod. It's my listen, I think people think podcasters are that, that, that they are rivals or whatever they're not. I mean, you, you do a podcast uh-huh. on your own time, and, man, the Rangers On Deck podcast is one of my favorites. I can't wait to see what uh, Tep has to say about all of this. He's always so funny. But um, do you know, do you all confirm, do you have Tep on tomorrow? I know sometimes he's got some. Yeah, we'll
1: have Michael Tep and Scott Lucas and Ted Price and normal uh, the normal four. And uh, that's so, the beauty of it is there's so many of us that sometimes somebody's out or has an actual life to, you know, take care of that we can still handle a it yeah. pretty well and i think at some point in the coming weeks we're going to have uh the now retired texas radio hall of Fame Mark Ryan, going to join us. And, oh my uh, goodness yeah we're uh we're i've gonna heard of him to all of the things we talked about tomorrow right? so if you could download that we definitely appreciate it you're right i mean it's not like we're, we're all right it's, we all listen to each other's stuff and we're all friends and we talk to each other in the press box right? absolutely we're all one big happy baseball family
0: Hey, well, listen. Go out. I know those daughters have something tonight—a little fundraiser or something. You're going to be doing at the school. Go after it. Tell that wife hi. And yeah, we'll see. If I don't, are you going to be at Spring Training? I don't think I'm not going. I don't believe, but we'll. If not, Um,
1: that's that's still TBD at this point. Uh, I know that our station doesn't send anybody anymore, which I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) You told me that. Whatever. (laughs) We're 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 owned by a company that doesn't like to spend money, so I understand that. But I don't know. There's been some talk of maybe taking a week to, or a couple of days to go out to surprise. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, if not, I know that we have plenty of friends that are going to go out there and get eyes on all these kids, which that's, yep. that's what it's all about. You know, that's the future. And the fact that you saw so many come up and develop last year and, you know, yes. now you've added some veterans so they can marinate even a little bit longer. It's. Uh, I think this organization top to bottom is in pretty good shape. And I think we can all just look at each other and nod and just realize, you know, Even though the Astros have won a bunch of games and they have a title, it feels good not to be an Astros fan today.
0: It sure does. (laughs) Listen, hey, tell the wife, hi, go out, uh, have fun with them. We'll see you in the press box or somewhere out there. That's Sean Bass from The Ticket and the Rangers On Deck Podcast. Sean, thanks for coming on, buddy.
1: Hey, thank you. You have a good night.
0: You You too, Sean. We'll see you. All right, we got Sean there. That was Sean Sean Bass from The Ticket. I appreciate Sean coming on. I know I had some questions here, but I think we addressed them there with Sean. Uh, Scott Davis had a question about what are the odds of signing Ozuna. Look, I'm going to answer these without Sean, so let me give it. Uh, what are the odds of signing Ozuna? I mean, look, the, the odds of, of uh, signing Ozuna are not bad, um, honestly. It it, it <laughs> 50-50, I mean, I think it's 50-50 right now between Ozuna and, more realistically, it sounds like Castellanos is the one that they're really looking at. Sean made a great point. Um, when you get rid of Nomar Mazzara in that situation, you've you know, you've, you've streamlined the outfield. The outfield's pretty good. Look, your weakest spot in the outfield right now, as it sits today, the outfield for the Texas Rangers is Joey Gallo in right, uh, Danny uh, Santana in center field, and then you've got Willie Calhoun in left. Now, Calhoun is your – you know, I, I've always compared Solak to Calhoun. Uh, Solak's the right-handed Calhoun, kind of a man without a position. Both came up as second baseman. They played outfield. They're not stellar at any of them, but, boy, they can hit. Well, Calhoun's proved he can hit. And you know what? He lost that weight. He's played some great left field. Not, I'm sorry, not great. He's played good left field. He's been a very good left fielder. I think he's eventually destined for the D8 spot. But, uh, (coughs) excuse me. (coughs) Anyway. So that's, uh, that's what I think on that one. Cotton said, how close are the Rangers realistically to trading for Arenado? Realistically, how close are we to signing Arenado? Not very. 2% maybe, 1% or 2%. That's about all it would be is 1% or 2%, honestly. I Look, guys, it, it's not going to happen. I, I tell you what, I bet it's less than 10% chance it actually happens. I know there's all this talk with the St. Louis Cardinals. There's all these talks with the the Atlanta Braves. I don't think it's happening, guys. I'm sorry. I just don't see it. I don't see that. The, the biggest reason I don't think that this is going to happen is because of the Colorado Rockies ownership. That is admitting right there after two years in the playoffs, coming off a year last year where they had some injuries, they weren't that good, that you are admitting, basically admitting right there, you know what? Um... Uh, you know, we're, we're just going to go ahead and rebuild. That's what you're admitting. That's why I think it's not going to happen. I, it's it's fun to talk about. I guess it's pretty neat uh, to think about. It would be great for the Rangers if they could pull it off, but I, I, guys, it's not going to happen. I just don't see it happening. Um, so the 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 odds of that happening, how close are the Rangers realistically to trading for auto Cotton, it's not going to happen. Not realistically. I don't think it can happen. Look, is it 100%? No. It's not 100% that it's not going to happen, but it's as close to 100%, I think. If it did happen, I would be ecstatic like the rest, of, uh, the rest of us. I think it's more realistic that they might work something out with the Cubs for Chris Bryant, but I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, Sean asked, would you call the rivalry between the Rangers and the Astros a true rivalry? I would. I honestly would. I do think it is a real rivalry. I don't think it was when they were in the National League and we were playing for the silver boot or whatever the thing is. Um, you know, it was it was fun. It was a fun rivalry to do that. But when you're playing against someone in your division and there's been some bitterness between the two teams, There, you remember the, the time that uh, Odor and uh, and uh, who was it, the, the Astros catcher got into it that one time? Um, you know, there's been some jawing. Verlander always draws some heat because he's, he's pretty mouthy. So, the, you know, these teams are going. The biggest thing probably was when the flood happened and the Rangers, um, by the way, who were totally 100% right. Um, in not moving the game to the uh, to the to the ballpark in Arlington, and I, I think the Rangers unjustly by it was Reed Ryan at the time got got accused of being just total um, douchebags and, and 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 stuff like that, and they and they did what right. I mean I mean honestly, you were you were telling John Daniel within. 24 hours. I need you to make this decision. what I need you to do within 24 hours is just switch all your games that are going to be coming up at the end of the year. Make those our home games, and you'll just make these your home games. Man, that's not how it works running a business. You got people that were look. My kid did the Stila base, and I've talked about this before, and I may have already brought this up. But we found out about doing Stila base way before the season started. We paid money to do Stila base way before the season started. You don't get tickets when you buy buy the Stila base. You do not get tickets. you got to go buy your own tickets after you're booked. So they told us, you got this date. Your son, Ryan, will do it this date. Then we had to go out and buy tickets for family. I had family coming in from Illinois. I had family coming in from three hours away in Vernon, Texas. We had people coming in. And so you're going to tell me that that was going to be happening in, in uh, three two months from now. And you're going to call me on the phone and say, hey, by the way, we, we've switched that. That's going to be in Houston. You need to do your still a base uh, tomorrow night. I'm not going to be very happy. So, um, I mean, it stinks. It's not my fault it flooded in Houston. It, it, that's the Rangers' point. It wasn't the Rangers' fault it flooded in Houston. Rangers were be very classy about it. They said, look, y'all come take the gate. You take everything. You've you, You've got Houston fans here. Um, you get every concession. You take all the money because normally there's a split when a team comes to town. And the Astros said no. Nope, we're not going to do that. I'm sorry, we're not going to do that. So they went to Tampa Bay, where I think 22 people showed up. And I'm being a little facetious there, but let's be honest. It didn't look like there were five people in that place. No money made by either team, just because Reed Ryan threw a hissy fit. That started a big rivalry there. So yes, the Rangers don't particularly like each other. It's good to revel in all of this right now as a Ranger fan, but like Sean Bass said a while ago, you can't You know, you can't cast too many stones there because if it comes back on you, they're going to have ammo to come right back on you eventually, and it's more than likely going to happen. Um, You know, I feel sorry for them. There are a lot of good Astro fans that didn't, they're nothing but they spend their money, they cheer for the Astros, they got a good young team. And it's not their fault that the front office and the manager were pretty much douches, you know that cheated. That's not their fault. They didn't know that was going on. They're finding out about it like the rest of us. Anyway, then Roy Tony came on. Roy said, what do you see in the, the the biggest hurdle for the Rangers where we stand now? The biggest hurdle right now is probably the... the. Uh, I think this team is on a solid rebuild and on the back end of it. In fact, I think they're almost done. Um, the, the rotation is set for the next couple of years. they still got to do something with Mike Minor. The biggest hurdle I see right now is the development of some of these guys they're going to depend on in a couple of years. And the The biggest hurdle is the division. A's are good. Angels got better. Astros are going to be good. Seattle's the only one that we know that's not going to probably be that good. That's the that's the hurdle. The hurdle is the division, um, and and whether that they, because the 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 Astros will still be good. So will the Angels. The Angels are going to. They don't have a rotation, so they're going to have to score a lot of runs. Um, and, and doing that. But but the the A's are the one that I think they're going to be good to watch. Uh, I think they're going to they they would be the odds-on favorite to win the division this year. They have almost everybody back. Um, Billy Bean puts together a team on that shoestring budget. It, it's been incredible. But uh, that was the questions everybody asked, and then and 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 we basically answered those. Uh, uh, Sean and I did, and he gave his his talk on that when he came on. Um, but listen, I I want to I, I got to thank everybody for for coming on here and, and, uh, or thank everybody for listening to this. I want to say again, we, we, we are, we did get it confirmed Bricks sports, uh, Bricks bar and grill in Plano, Texas, Bricks bar and grill in Plano, Texas. It's over on 14th street. If you don't know where downtown Plano is, they've got that little area there with a lot of bars and restaurants, Uh, they've revitalized. It's the old downtown Plano. The buildings are old, but they've revitalized. And Bricks is a great little pub there. It's a little sports bar. And we are going to be doing the Rangers Nation Roadshow there on February 10th. And I'm going to be joined that night by... uh, Not just me. We're going to have a roundtable with uh, Joe Carrillo from uh, Dallas Sports Nation. Also, we're going to have Chris Halleck from Sports Illustrated and Alex Plink from uh, Dallas uh, Sports Fanatic. Going to join us there, and uh, we're going to be putting out some more stuff on that. We want you all to come out and do it. But listen, what I want to get down on this, I want to thank everybody for listening to this one. I want to thank Sean Bass especially for coming on with me and spending some time. I know he had family time tonight. So uh, I really appreciate Sean coming on. Don't forget to look for us. Follow us on at Ranger Nation pod, at Ranger Nation pod. Give us a follow on there. Ask us questions. We'll answer them on a future one. We'll get ready for that road show coming up here in three or four weeks. I want to thank Sean again, but like I say at the end of every one of these and every, everything I write and every one of these, I, I say it every time.
1: Nerd,
0: out! And drink that Shutterbuck beer.